Hi everyone, welcome to my podcast where we talk all things that are most dear to the heart. I'm Bobby Houston, co-senior pastor of Hillsong Church and founder of the Color Sisterhood. I'm passionate about seeing all people find Jesus as Saviour and gain a revelation of their value in Him and then rise up to make a stand for justice in the earth. This is a place that you'll hear from me, the Color Sisterhood team and some of our beloved friends. To find out more and stay up to date, please visit bobbyhouston.com and connect with me on Instagram, Facebook and Twitter. Okay, well, good evening, girls. It's 8 p.m. all around the world. Can you believe that? And I just wanna say welcome to what is our Sisterhood United Night. And not just for Sydney, Australia, for Indonesia, Bali, for our part of the world, but actually for all of our girls, all of our rooms around the world. And so welcome, 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 welcome. And I pray that you're actually settling in and getting comfortable. You know what? We are gonna have a great night together. Whether you're in a watch party with a girl crew, anywhere in this world, or whether you're sitting by yourself, curled up in a corner, cosy as, do you know what? We are there with you. And so again, we're gonna have a great night. I am believing for the Holy Spirit to do something profound and powerful in the time that we have. We've allowed about an hour, but you know what, girls, we love to talk. So who knows whether that will happen. But you know what? Right now, I am gonna pray. I'm gonna pray for you. I'm gonna pray for us together in Jesus' Name. So Father God, we thank You that we are alive at such a time as this. We thank You, Father God, that we are sisterhood. And right now, I just pray for every girl, for every soul, for every heart looking in, for every home and household, even for any gentlemen that are looking in, that Lord, You will have Your divine way in their lives tonight. In Jesus' Name, and everyone said, Amen. Amen, Amen. absolutely. Do you know what, girls? I'm actually sitting here with my girl crew, or at least part of my girl crew. And uh, you know what? In many ways, we were thinking how good would it be to do this like um, Sisterhood United night from my house and have my watch party to your watch party. But alas or yay, we are in the studio. And so these girls are known to you. These are your all time favourites and known I, I believe to many of you. So we've got the beautiful, amazing Laura Toggs who just happens to be my daughter-in-law as well. Daughter-in-law? Oh no, she's not. <laughs> That's new to me. <laughs> she's not my daughter-in-law, okay, she's my daughter. Me, That's, That's right, I gave birth to you. I knew that. Um, I know that. But anyway, fantastic to see you, Laura Toganavalu, but affectionately Tog. So it's fantastic to have you here. And again, for anyone who doesn't know, Laura and Peter are pastors in our church. They've done such a supreme job in this COVID season of hosting church and being present and carrying the weight and the wonder. And so youth pastors, oversights, young and free. We have the amazing Cass Langton over here, again, known and loved by all. And um, again, for those of you who don't know, um, Cass oversights a huge part of our creative community around the world. And you are a brilliant person and I love you with my entire heart, soul and strength. So grateful for you. And then also Annie Garrett. Hey, Annie. The amazing Annie, who is one of our pastors, who's been around since, you know, forever, hallelujah. <laughs> and um, just a great girl, a profound, beautiful worship, um, creative and part of our sisterhood. And so I've got the girls and we're just gonna have a little bit of a chat, all right? So lean in, get comfortable. If you need to, dim the lights a little bit. Remove the distractions, just get comfortable, cast, just whatever it takes. But girls, tell me, are you all yeah. well? Are you good? So good. So good, yeah. daughter-in-law. 10 out of 10, good. <laughs> What's it like being my daughter-in-law? Oh, I don't know, because I'm your daughter. <laughs> I know. So it's, I love being your totally. daughter. So you're all well, you're all smiling. Are you still smiling? Still in smiling. In this um, crazy season, yes? Yes. Yes, still smiling. We are still smiling because that just happens to be our theme, girls. But um, Cass, yeah. uh, a couple of months back, we did a Sisterhood United Night here in um, Australia, for Hillsong Australia. And I called it Still Smiling. And so that, that message is available if you guys haven't heard it or wanna get on the page. But um, you sent me a great little fun email with all the benefits of smiling. Why don't you pull out a couple of okay. the benefits of smiling? It's really fun, right? It says that smiling costs you nothing, but it creates much. Come on. It enriches those who receive without impoverishing those who give. It happens in a flash, but the memory of it sometimes lasts a lifetime. It creates happiness in the home. It fosters goodwill in a business and it is a counter sign of friendship. 
It is rest to the weary, daylight to the discouraged, sunshine to the sad and nature's best antidote for trouble. And it says it can't be bought, bagged, borrowed or stolen for it is something that is no earthly good to anybody until it is given away. Oh, Don't you think that's perfect? <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Amen. And I remember that email at like midnight last yeah. night. So I'm like so glad the Holy Spirit brought that to memory. And so what, again, if you're in a room with your friends, why don't you just turn around and just give, give each other a big cheesy smile. Okay. <laughs> Hallelujah. Laura, much to smile about in your life. You have three beautiful children. Does Lola make you smile? Tell us about Lola right now. She is just so sweet. We celebrated her first birthday uh, just last week. And so she um, is just at that really cute age where she's trying to walk and saying new words all the time, but she's just sweetness. And we called her Lola Monday because Monday is our day off. It's our day of rest. And she truly lives, um, lives up to that name. She just brings peace and rest and joy to our lives. So She's amazing. Yeah. So you did throw a beautiful um, picnic yeah. one-year-old party for her and you made her this amazing cake, yes. which I think we've got to put on the screen. We've got pictures of her beautiful birthday cake as a one-year-old. So there was a bigger cake for all the guests, but then there's what is called a smash cake. Smash cake. A smash cake for yeah. one-year-olds. I never knew that. And um, <laughs> here she is eating her cake. Has she ever had cake before? Never, no. Never had cake before. It was all over her. It was in her <laughs> ear, in her hair. And then she did this. What did she do? So she picked it up by two hands and just dropped it on the ground. Yeah. <laughs> It was brilliant. It was brilliant. It yeah. was a moment in time. And so she's a COVID baby. Yeah. You've literally had a COVID baby. And I know lots <laughs> of girls looking on, if you've got families and that, some of you have had COVID babies. What is one of the challenges with a COVID baby going into the days that are ahead? Well, it's funny because the other two, the older two, Willow and Jack, were just they were just born into normal life. And so yeah. they just went to everything, you know, all the conferences, all the midweek services, yeah. just did the big life. Church babies. Church babies. Yeah. Uh, but Lola has, you know, she has barely been to church at all. <laughs> She's barely seen anybody. She had, she doesn't really know that world exists, like a world exists outside of our, you know, suburb and our family and our home. And so I think it's just interesting because she has her naps at home. She's like a routine baby. Yeah. She goes down at the same time every day, which is just different, Yeah. different, but... Not so that. I know that there's lots of girls listening and who are going to identify with that. And um, by the grace of God, we're going to turn them into like full on, <laughs> like passionate church babies again. Absolutely. Without, yeah. yeah, totally, absolutely. And then Annie, you're married to a really amazing person. His name is Magoo, Pastor Magoo. His name is Brent, but most people don't know his name because everybody calls him Magoo, but yes. Magoo. And um, does he keep your family smiling? Ah, oh, he, if you know my husband, he's a little bit crazy. So yeah, he is, especially during lock, the lockdown season and all of that, he's always keeping us laughing and having fun because we do so many Zooms, like so many meetings and different things have been online. I literally never know how he's going to, I think you've experienced how he is going to turn up in a Zoom. There's usually a costume. Sometimes there's a wig. There's all, yeah, because why not? Just keep it fun. Pardon? Oh, he, he picked my daughter up dressed, I forgot about that, as a stormtrooper once. I don't even remember why he did that. <laughs> She's traumatized, but we are having a good time. We are having a good time. I don't know. If you're in a room with friends whose husbands do that, just like go admit with it. it. Yeah, confession time afterwards when we're finished tonight. But it's kind of fun. You know, um, we're just taking a few moments here, but um, it's, been a, it's been a big year. And as we all are saying, and... Uh, I kind of in the beginnings of it, we were all talking about silver linings. We all had our silver lining a few months and we're even more months into this reality. So I just wanna ask each of you real quick, are your silver linings for this season for 2020 still alive and bright and vivid and compelling? Cass? Or a little tarnished. <laughs> um, yeah. But the potential to polish it off and make it great. I feel like we still have so many silver linings. It's been a really amazing year. I feel like 
The devastation of COVID has been real and the tragedy that we've walked through with so many of our team has been quite horrific. And yet at the same time, God is faithful and good. And so like for us personally, I feel like our family time has been rich and time with our kids. We bought a 1970s caravan that we're doing up at the moment. We've just done crazy things that have made the season enjoyable because we're not gonna get to the end of this year and it amount to nothing. So we're gonna achieve a whole lot of things and we're gonna look back with gratitude on this year. Annie, how about you? Silver lining, baby. Silver lining for me this year has probably been my friendships yeah. because it has, it's been a wild year, but I feel like whether it was a great moment that we were celebrating, whether it was like a drive-by birthday party and we just yeah. had to make it work and celebrate however we could, or it was a challenge, we were all in it together and we were all, we were all doing it together. So that's something that has kind of stayed consistent the whole time that we just were um, determined to keep doing friendship really well in this season. I love that, I love that. You know, we came into the year with a language um, be found in the irresistible, wild, bright awakening. And I still think that applies. I think it has been a wild time, but also a wild time in God. And there is a brightness to be found. So like polishing off, even something that feels a little tarnished, we can polish it off and find the gold again, quite literally. And then of course, the awakenings. There are awakenings happening everywhere. And that's our prayer for you, that you are awakening in Jesus' Name. Laura Bell, anything for you? Um, I would just say the same thing. Yeah. For me, it's been about um, just quality time with family and not having things vying for our attention, but just, um, yeah, just having that time together and um, not being distracted. And um, I think it's been a real time of like recalibration as well, you know, and um, and just valuing things like our health and it's been so beautiful. Good. Yeah, so yes, you're right, there's that. been ups and downs, but it's been beautiful. I love that. Do you have a silver lining? Um, I think if like all of you at the front end or mid through the year, for me, it was like rest. It's like I felt that um, the fact that we couldn't travel, which I know would just do a lot of people's heads in because you really want to travel somewhere and go somewhere. But for us who live traveling the world, um, I was happy to be at home and I felt rested. I, my body, my my person had felt, felt rested. And I think, you know, we've come back to Australia, <laughs> landed into, um, you know, all levels of wonder and um, hectic. And I feel like that same silver lining still applies. Um, rest and stillness to find our rest and our stillness despite what is going on. And I think that would be true of, of many of us listening in. You know what, always in the midst of um, crazy, there are praise reports, there are always great things happening. And so I just want the girls just real quick to share a praise report. And I think it would be applicable to anyone who's listening, whether you're here in um, Sydney, Australia or elsewhere. So you woke up with a praise report this morning. That was pretty cool. Oh, yes. Oh, I was going to share a different one. I could be sure both. Well, I'm <laughs> I'm very excited because, um, as you know, I get the privilege of leading Young and Free, which is our youth expression of worship um, from our church. And so uh, we released an album, uh, recorded it at summer camp this year, released it during COVID, uh, went through many delays trying to figure out the best time to release it. Um, and it was, uh, the album was nominated for a Grammy. Um, which is just yeah. amazing. And I just think, to, I think, gosh, this Recording Academy, if only they knew we're just a bunch of kids from Castle Hill, you know, but um, it's just amazing what God can do. And we're so grateful for our church. We really are so grateful for There was something church. powerful about that recording because like you said, mm. we wanted to do it, at, you wanted to do it at summer camp out in the, in the hills, <laughs> and, you know, with a glorious tent and what have you, but the fires were ravaging Australia at yeah. that time. And 2020 so, you know, for us started at crazy. our album recording with well, the bushfires. But what it brought is like a different rawness and a different anointing. And I think, you know, um, awards are awards. It's not why we necessarily do anything. So what we're doing is bringing our worship to the table. But honestly, you know, I think that raw factor of the times and what was coming is, is what's resonating with people. And I'm so proud of our team. Like we have Pappas and Melody over oh. here who are gonna lead us in a minute, Amen. but they just bought songs um, that were truly prophetic and they they sought after God. And I believe that they bought songs for the times. Right. And so it's amazing. You had one other praise report that I really liked. This yes, okay, so this is a little bit fun. There's a an RDG group, which is our small groups uh, within our youth ministry of year seven boys. So they're like 30 
13-year-old boys. And through them um, meeting together in their small group, all their mums connected um, and um, basically created their own little sisterhood small group. And they um, they met, connected, um, but meet together every single Thursday morning uh, to watch sisterhood together. So, and they've started um, inviting friends. And so I just love it because it's exactly what the sisterhood is about. Okay, I actually love that. Yeah. Because you know what? Every Thursday through this whole period, we have done, I've done an iGram Live with so many girls. Actually, it's really nice to not be on an iGram Live where, you know, if you both talk or laugh or banter or giggle, you the sound cuts out. So it's kind of really nice for us to be able to like giggle and banter and cut across one another and it be recorded. I love that. Hey man, Annie, what about you? Anything? Yeah, well, there's there's been amazing things happening all around the globe and in so many of our rooms. And one thing that I heard about that I thought was so cool is um, actually in Kansas City, they started this boutique and it's called Everything Beautiful. And they um, partnered with different organizations in the community, people that um, support single moms and um, victims of domestic violence, people that have been trafficked, and they bring them into this boutique and they give them like a personal shopping experience. So they give them new clothes, they give them toiletries, practical things to like um, prepare for a job interview and um, as well as just loving on them and just valuing them. And they've, it's been, I think six months and they've had hundreds and hundreds of women come through and be helped. And I just was like, I love that all over the world, the girls are doing awesome things. Amen, they are. And so, you know, you girls, wherever you are, whether you're in Africa or the UK, Europe, whatever, United States, South America, um, you know what? Great things are happening. I just want to encourage you to keep leaning into that. Lean in with all your heart, soul and strength because that's who we are. We are a sisterhood united in friendship and cause. Cash, you got a praise report. You're always full of praise reports. Yeah, it's a really amazing story. Um, So I've been talking to Eric and Lena in Sweden over this period and they told me about one of the girls in our creative team. Her name's Emily Johansson and she's a mum with three young kids and at the start of COVID she wrote a song called I Need a Miracle and a couple of weeks later she was diagnosed with a really rare form of aggressive breast cancer. And so over this whole COVID season, she has been journeying her own health journey and has had such a rough time. However, she went and started treatment and drove four hours back to Stockholm for the last Sisterhood United night. She's been so encouraged by your Instagram lives. And when she couldn't get to church and she wasn't strong enough to actually be in the building on Sundays, church came to her this year online. And so she's been so grateful to God for what He's done. Anyway, last week she went to have her final surgery and she was told that the doctors could find no sign of the cancer in her body. And so that song she wrote at the beginning of the COVID season, I Need a Miracle, actually God brought to pass in her whole life and she's seen His faithfulness and His goodness. And so I feel like that's such a praise report because like a few weeks ago, we met in your home and we prayed for women who were journeying through breast cancer and all sorts of things. And so God's faithful and He is listening. So you know what? I'm going to follow the Holy Spirit right now. And um, wherever you are, sorry, there's my throat going, girls. Don't you love that? It always happens to me. But um, you know what? You might be right now struggling with something in your body, in your life. And you know, I hadn't planned to pray for healing. But right, right now, why don't you pray, Cass? Look to the camera, look right into the heart and soul of whoever may be unwell and just tell them and just tell them who God is and just pray for them. Amen. Yeah. Girls, Amen. I have Jesus. great faith that God is going to meet you right now, that as you seek Him, that He is going to be present and real and near to you. And so, Father, we come to you right now on behalf of every girl gathered who has a health need or some sickness in their body. God, I pray that you would be the God who brings miracles. Father, you are great. You are sovereign and you are in control. God, nothing surprises you or takes you um, unawares, but you are in control of everything. And so right now, Lord, I pray that you would stir faith in your girls, that you would encourage them to lift their eyes heavenward. Lord, as they give you their warmest smile, that they would be met by acceptance and love. God, I pray that you would overshadow them, that you would come alongside them, that you would create health in their body, that you would fix things up and make them new in Jesus' Name. And we have great faith, God, that tonight would be a miracle night, that we would hear testimonies of Your sovereign grace and You at work in people's lives. So thank You for what You're doing. We love You so much. Amen. Amen. I actually believe that so much. And I love I love the truth that miracles can be set in motion when we pray. And so again, if you're in a watch party with a girl crew and you've got someone who's struggling, listen, let's not forget, 
to rally around one another and pray for one another, hey? One more question. Are you all looking forward to Christmas? Are you looking forward to coming to my house for Christmas, Laura? Uh, always. You do the best Christmas lunch. I, know, I look forward to it all year. It's the same Christmas lunch. Yeah, but like, if, you try, if you try to change it up, it wouldn't go well with me. Okay, fantastic. It's just a good turkey okay. and a ham and, you know, great cranberry sauce. Okay, and I might stop up. Salads. <laughs> yeah. yeah, come, come. Well, I've well the other, other part of the family's not here, so you're yeah, welcome. Yeah, like, it's just us, Yeah, you know? <laughs> and I think actually a lot of you are going to be like facing perhaps those kind of Christmases where you're like, gosh, you can't travel. Some of you can. Some parts of the world, the world is open and free, but in other parts it's not. And you know what? We just have to make the best with what we've got, amen? So yeah, it's gonna be our families and we're gonna FaceTime the boys and their families in America and it's gonna be awesome. What's your favourite um, Christmas dish? Uh, <laughs> gravy? Is that weird? Like, I know it goes on things and like with the turkey and with, but I actually just like to drown everything in gravy. Same, I love gravy. Gravy is the thing for me. And mint jelly over okay. everything. I haven't, I haven't tried it. I have to try that. You have to try it. All right, we've got to move along. Cass? Yeah. Okay, I know that you are looking forward to Christmas. I love Christmas so much. I love Christmas. <laughs> it's my favourite time of year. Amen. And as a church, we've got so many exciting things happening yep. here, but also in all our locations around the world. Hallelujah. Okay, tell us about the Christmas spec for one Okay, moment. so over the last couple of months, we have taken over the, our auditorium and we have turned it into a Christmas wonderland. And for maybe the last eight to 10 weeks, we have created songs and extravaganza and wonder and a spectacular that is like nothing else. And I truly think that um, it is one of the great evangelistic tools that we have in our hand as a church. And so we're putting spec online this year and we're allowing everybody to come in on their screens in their homes. And so I hope that our church will get in their spirits to host watch parties and Christmas parties at their house and invite people who have never heard the good news of Jesus in. It's a really easy way to share the Gospel with people. Our singers are world-class. Our, our people, our musicians, like it is ridiculous. We sing all the Christmas favourites Maybe Santa turns up with some puppies and some really amazing things and there's surprises at every turn. You and Brian are hosting it. And so I feel like we can have great confidence to actually, well, I hope so. We haven't recorded that bit yet, but I hope that. Shall we, shall we bring Lido, my new puppy? I think you should bring your new puppy. Okay, so be prepared for Manic Land yeah. because and, he's a puppy. And so it's the weekend of December 20. Amen. And it's not just in Australia, but it's global. Yeah. Again, because, you know, impossible for us down here to have a Christmas spec where literally tens and tens of thousands of community come in and, you know, they, like we lay it out for the community to be a blessing at Christmas and can't do that. So what's coming is fantastic, like she yeah. just said. And so I have a gift for you, Kaz. Um, yep, come across and just pop that in her lap <laughs> for one you moment. You have a gift for me. Yeah. Okay, you have to hold it and you have to open it. Okay, I have right. to hold it and open it. And so this is a little something. Is it a puppy? No. Okay. <laughs> but this is a little something. I, we only thought of it yesterday afternoon. All right. It's just a little bit of gratitude for the crews who have been working day and night to pull this Christmas spec together. And so we made something, all right? All so right. There you go. <laughs> Do you know what those are? Okay, they're rum balls. They, well, is that what they, they are? They have rum, rum in them. them. They should have rum in them, but they are very healthy. No, they are very healthy, homemade, fresh protein balls to give oh, energy to Oh, that's so your fun. Team. Our team will be so grateful. They're over <laughs> in the auditorium recording for Christmas right okay, now. Okay, so they'll give you energy. Oh, and thank you. Look, sometimes we do brownies. It's protein balls today. I love that. Okay, they will be so very grateful. Thank you for thinking of us. Have energy as they uh, record the last <laughs> of that. It's going to be fantastic. I Amen. All right. You know what? Um, it's a little bit different tonight. Um, you know, we're going to leave room for some worship at the end, hopefully. <laughs> but um, our team have prepared a beautiful song, and it's in the context of still smiling. So why don't you just enjoy this? beautiful is that? Why don't we put our hands together and thank the team. We are not fully dressed without a smile. Amen. 
You know what, girls, I just wanna take a moment here and speak to all of us about our giving, about an offering tonight. You know, in September, when we did our local Sisterhood United night, we received an offering, but I really felt compelled to um, allocate that entire offering, sought permission to do it well, to allocate it to girls in different campuses who are doing it tough. And so the praise report out of that is that we were able to put together 58 beautiful gift, a monetary gift card, um, monetary gift card vouchers or whatever it was and bless a whole bunch of girls. And so we're so grateful for that, for that generosity. But you know what, tonight, girls, I really feel that we need to sow into what is the soil of sisterhood in our local um, campuses and locations. And the reason I say that is because it's important. You know, what we do um, as a sisterhood, whether it's local or global, is part of our vision and part of our mandate of our house. And so, you know, this year we haven't gathered. Um, I've done sisterhood live iGrams every week, but we've not received offering, we're not sown. But I think tonight it would actually be right and appropriate and spiritual and good for us to sow into the soil. And so, you know, the multitude of, of you who call Hillsong Church home, you have the giving mechanisms, you have the giving app, you can go into your local campus, um, flick down, find sisterhood, or if you're online, there's mechanism online. But I really think it would be great for us to sow into the soil so we can see the vision continue. You know, Proverbs 29, um, says without progressive vision or without prophetic vision, people dwell carelessly or wander astray. And I would hate to see that happen going forward, for us to begin to wander astray from something that is so beautiful and so powerful and so needful on the earth. Or I'd hate to see us not be able to facilitate evenings like this or gatherings or services or ministry or cause where girls can't wander close to that message. And so tonight I'm gonna ask you to give, to go into your app, there's no pressure, it's a free will offering, but I'm gonna ask us to be um, generous and again, sow into the vision and sow into the soil in Jesus' Name, is that okay? Um, Laura, why don't you just pray for everyone tonight as they prepare to give and give. Lord Jesus, I thank You so much for sisterhood. I thank You so much for Your girls, that they are faithful and I pray that You would bless them as they give and that we would see the best days for sisterhood ahead. In Jesus' Name, Amen. Amen. So I, I just wanna thank You for Your generosity, hey? The vision is important. And um, on that note also, just I'm just gonna make a reference, but at Christmas time in all of our cities and nations, there are always people in the community outside of our church, inside and mostly outside who are doing it tough. And so all of our locations, all of our churches around the room, all of our rooms, we have Christmas initiative. And for us here in Australia, it's called Kilo of Christmas. And it's a um, means by wherein we can actually facilitate literally tens of thousands thousands of hampers that go to people in need. And I know there are similar projects in all of our locations. And so again, I just want us to be mindful of that as we go um, into, the, into the, the Christmas months that are ahead. Is that okay? All right, girls, everyone slap, slap their leg. <laughs> Praise the Lord. All right, the big question in everybody's minds right now is colour. Colour, the big question, is colour happening? And what is colour gonna look like? And you know what? The answer to that, drum roll, hallelujah. <laughs> Very good drum rolls, girls. The answer to that is yes, colour is gonna happen. And um, I'll be honest with you girls, if I may. Um, you know, I a few months back when the team approached, my executive team approached and said, look, what are we gonna do? We're in this season of uncertainty. There are so many shifting winds and sands. Um, what are we gonna do about colour? And I actually said to them, you know what? I don't wanna go into 2021 without vision and without faith. And so to that end, um, you know, I, I made a commitment, we made a commitment that whatever the circumstances look like, regardless of what is happening in the world, when it comes to um, a global footprint of a conference, we are gonna bring something to the table. We're gonna continue to bring vision and hope and answer and message to the table. And especially in 2021, because it is our 25th year, 25 years of doing colour. And so we're gonna do that. So of course you're all thinking, what does it look like? Well, I made an executive decision because it's too hard with all the different variables and, and things happen. I made a decision, I made the decision um, that we will bring the most stunning, everyone say the most stunning. 
we are going to bring the most stunning um, colour online conference to you. We're going to bring it to you, to your home, to your city, to your nation, to your friends and to your family. And I am really believing that it is going to be a most brilliant and beautiful outreach. It's going to be something that is going to go beyond and further than we could have ever imagined. And so we are um, in planning mode, we are in a dreaming mode, we are in <laughs> conceiving mode, we are in oh my God mode. No, you can't actually say that. We are in all sorts of modes. Um, but again, we are waiting on the Holy Spirit and I've asked my team to look at it with different eyes absolutely different eyes. And so for example, it won't be a three-day conference, of course, because no one is gonna sit in front of their television screen or their, their, their device for three days, but we are gonna tailor it to be spectacular. And so I covet your prayers, I covet your lean and I covet your support, I covet your buy-in. And um, let's really believe that God is gonna do something powerful. You know, He led us last year. You know, we, um, we got to, to host the Sydney conferences, not knowing that a global pandemic was coming and yet God had led us to create a beautiful online experience and you know that online experience um, had thousands of women in the room well we may not have that luxury but we are going to bring the heart and soul of what God brings um, what God wants us to hear and do in Jesus name so I hope you're excited about that and our um, after tonight our conference office is going to be in contact with you and answer all the details and in that regard you know Quite literally thousands of you are pre-registered already. You've made that investment, it's done. So our office is gonna be in touch with you um, with great ideas there. But I'm gonna really ask us together to carry this with integrity, you know? Like someone could just register themselves and then have 50 girlfriends. And that is kind of okay, but it also isn't because we need the support so that we can actually produce it. Some people think that, you know, money just grows on trees around us. It doesn't. We budget everything and we plan everything and we treat everything with due diligence. But I'm really believing it's gonna be a great outreach, amen? So why don't you just keep your eyes on the screen and um, we have a little trailer for you so that you can get the spirit of what colour is back into your heart in Jesus' Name, Amen. Love and truth meet in the street. Right living and whole living embrace and kiss. Truth sprouts green from the ground. Right living pours down from the skies. Oh yes, God gives goodness and beauty. Our land responds with bounty and blessing. Right living strides out before him and clears the path for his passage. And color? What's not to love about color? What's not to love about story? The human story. It's depth, diversity, imperfections, beauty. What's not to love about the tints and hues of goodness? God's goodness, weaving its way into the tapestry of lives. What's not to cherish? Hold dear, hold holy. Daughters finding their way home. Mercy with truth. Grace with freedom. Justice, value, dignity, purpose, all in splendor. So yes, our world looks different. Your world looks different. My world looks different. It all looks different. Masks and limitations, empty spaces, restless souls, uncertain times and times of uncertainty. But we are still here. We still are. We still believe. We still value. The whisper hasn't changed and the kiss remains. Mercy's kiss, heaven's kiss. The kiss that says we are not alone and that together we can still make this world a better place. Our gathering in 2021 looks different. 
but our stance, our faith, our joy, our mandate as women alive for such a time as this will go from strength to strength to strength. We're still smiling, girls. The journey continues. Okay, you know what? I hope that you enjoyed that and I really pray that you got it in your spirit and it's reminding you of the incredible journey that we have been on thus far and the journey that is yet to come, amen. A journey that actually, girls, by the grace of God, has got multitudes yet who need to lean in and hear the truth that we worship a most amazing God, amen. I wanna just speak to you for a few moments. I'm gonna speak um, hopefully in an inspirational and vision way, hopefully not take too long. Although, you know what? I feel the need to actually speak into our lives. I don't get that opportunity very often. And so Father God, we just thank You for Your Word and we thank You for truth and it is truth that brings freedom. And so Lord Jesus, as we settle in, as we maybe dim the lights in our lounge rooms, watch parties, Father God, as we just um, take a moment to be still and listen, I pray, Holy Spirit, that You will hover over my words, my exhortation, Father God, and Your intent into our hearts tonight. In Jesus' Name, Amen. Amen. If you're excited, say amen to the person beside you. Amen. <laughs> There's a few amens in the room here. You know what? Let me just um, re-echo a couple of things as I begin tonight in case someone is just kind of linking in with us. But, you know, I, again, I think everyone would agree that this has been a crazy year. If I could echo my own words from earlier, earlier in the year, which I've echoed to you a few times now, I think 2020 and what it represents um, is something that is either gonna, when we come out of it, we are either gonna be better for the experience or worse for the experience. And you know what? My belief, my hope, my passion, my belief is that we are actually, girls, we are actually gonna come out better for the experience. My belief is that men and women of faith all around the world, as they lean into God, amen, are gonna come out better for the experience. They're gonna come out better. They're gonna come out stronger. They're gonna come out more in love with Jesus, hallelujah. And they're gonna come out more determined, may I say, more determined to stand strong in their convictions. And you know, when I say that, when I say that, that doesn't mean at times that it won't feel like a fiery trial because it does. You know, right now, Pastor Brian and myself, our church around the world, the church on the earth, I feel like there is fiery trials coming from all angles. It can feel like that at times. But you know what? If we lean in to the inspired writings of James, the brother of Jesus, and I've mentioned this to you many times before, girls, if we lean into those inspired writings, then you know what? We should be resisting um, the temptation to be perplexed, but rather we should joy in the reality that God is perfecting something in our lives because that's what James says. You know, when you face all manner of trial, trouble, tribulation, fiery trial, rejoice, take joy because actually God is at work in you causing His power and His anointing and His ability and His enablement to rise to the service. So you know what? Yes, everyone say yes. Yes, 2020 has been a year. It has been a year of shaking, it has been a year of refining, it has been a year of pruning, of cleansing, of purifying, dare I dare say that, a year of purifying. But can I also say, can I also testify that at 63 years of age, when I think of those such words, a purifying year, do you know what? I think that that actually is the nature of life with God because God is endlessly wanting to purify us and cause us to emerge as vessels of honour and not dishonour. And so you know what? This is the world we live in, girls. It is the world. And about a month or so ago, um, as we began to ponder um, what tonight could look like, and by the way, how stunning is this backdrop and a little hint of what is coming for colour next year. So as we began to um, ponder what tonight could look like, 
as we began to ponder what colour could look like or should look like. Um, I remember sitting at my dining room table, I think it was just me, um, Noodle, beautiful Noodle, who is one of our team, and my gorgeous assistant, um, Laurie. And it was kind of a a pre-meeting before the meetings, before the meetings. And we were just pondering and asking, you know, like, what do we wanna do? And we'd already like captured this beautiful photo shoot and faith. And I just remember sitting there, Noodle looking at me with a blank face and I looked back at her with a kind of equally blank face. And then I just remember thinking heavenward. Do you ever think heavenward? I thought heavenward and went farther in heaven. And then it's like in my spirit, it was like, hey, but you know what? Big picture, big picture. With all the swirling winds and sands and what have you, big picture, we are still here. Big picture, we still are. Big picture, we still believe. Big picture, we still value. And by the grace of God, big picture, we still have the potential to make this world a better place. And I know that that is signature language, but it just resonated in my heart. And you know, one of our, one of the taglines, one of the um, phrases that has framed 25 years or so of sisterhood is be the change. Well, there's a lot of things in the world right now that we cannot change. We cannot change the restrictions on international global travel at the moment. There's a lot of things that we can't change, but you know what? In the meantime, we can make it a better place. And that's one thing that we can do. So I thought, you know what? That is our starting point for moving into the future. And if I'm honest, girls, that has been our starting point for 25 years. And so tonight, girls, as your, as your pastor, as your friend, as your sister, you know, if I may say this, um, as your fearless leader, and I don't say that remotely in an obnoxious or vainglorious way, but so many of us have done this journey together and you see me as a leader, as an older sister in this story and journey. If I could just speak to you tonight for a few moments and just um, highlight these five things that I felt the Holy Spirit drop into my spirit. So number one, just five things real quick, okay? And then you can like have coffee and tea and non-alcoholic cocktails, hallelujah. All right, number one, everyone say number one. By the grace of God, we are still here. Everyone say that, by the grace of God, we are still here. Do you know what, if you are breathing air right now, under the sound of my words, if you are breathing air right now, COVID and 2020 has not destroyed you. It has not destroyed you. Now, it may have altered your reality. It may have altered our reality, but it hasn't destroyed us and it hasn't conquered us by the grace of God. So I want you to look around the room. If you're in a watch party, you'll have friends nearby. Or if you're sitting by yourself, I want you to pinch one another, okay? A COVID safe, restrictive pinch, all right? I want you to pinch one another and I want you to say, girlfriend, I am still here. Turn around to someone and say, girlfriend, I am still here. I want you to turn to one another and say, girlfriend, we are still here. We are still here in Jesus' Name. I want you to turn to one another and say, you know what? It's gonna take more than a global pandemic. It's gonna take more than economic uncertainty. It is gonna take more than trials and tribulations to shake us loose, to shake me loose from the faith I have in the living God. Take that stance, we are still here. And you know what, again, I am um, not diminishing what you might be experiencing right now, but I also wanna encourage us, let's not diminish the power and the intervention and the presence of the living God in the processes that we are facing. Shall I say that again? Do not diminish the presence, the power, the intervention, the goodness, the power of God in the processes that we are going through. You know, I, I, uh, Scripture came to mind last night and it's 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 13. It's in the Amplified Classic version. And I've read it to you actually many times over the years, but allow me to read it one more time. It says, For no temptation, no trial has overtaken you and laid hold on you that is not common to man. That is, no temptation or trial has come to you that is beyond human resistance. But God, there's always a but God, but God, God is faithful. God is faithful to His Word, to His Word and to His compassionate nature. Um, And He can be trusted not to let you be tempted and tried and assayed 
um, beyond your ability and strength of resistance and power to endure. But with the temptation, He will always, also, everyone say always and also. He will always also provide the way out, the means of escape to a landing place. I love that, that you may be capable and strong and powerful to bear up under it patiently. It's a very, very powerful passage of Scripture that I think is coming alive for so many of us at this time in history. And you know, my husband, Pastor Brian, okay, I don't call him Pastor Brian, okay, but my husband, Brian, um, has often said, do not bring the level of your faith down to the level of your experience, but rather bring your experience up to the level of your faith. And you know, someone might be listening tonight and go, well, you know, I, I don't have faith. Yeah, you do. To each and every one of us has been given a measure of faith, inherent that we grow it. And you know, if anyone ever looks at you going through a struggle or a challenge, if some self-righteous, mean-spirited, judgmental, immature Christian ever says to you, where is your faith? You look back at them and say, I have faith and my faith is growing by the grace of God. And so I wanna encourage you. And you might think, well, how do we grow faith? And of course, tonight, my goal is not to teach for hours here, I don't wanna do that. But you know, it's important, how do you grow your faith? Well, there's so many ways when we saturate ourselves in the Word. You know, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God as we get the heart of God and the mind of God and the authority of God into our situations. But you know, a simple way is to be still, to uh, commit your way unto the Lord and to trust that He will actually direct your steps. And that might sound very simplistic for some people, but I wanna tell you, those three things alone, be still, commit your way unto the Lord and trust Him to direct your steps is a pattern and a formula for life. Amen? So that's number one, we are still here. Number two, I felt the Spirit of God at my dining room table, you know, say, and you know what? We still are. By the grace of God, girls, number two, we still are. We are. (laughs) You and I. We still are who He says we are, okay? The sisterhood that He knows and loves still exists. We are daughters of the King, hallelujah. We are daughters of the Most High God. We are chosen and we are called and we are appointed and we are anointed, hallelujah, for such a time as this. And you know, all of those words are terribly romantic. They are our mantra and our directive, so romantic. You know, so warrior princess daughter. You know, so Psalm 45, do you remember Psalm 45? It talks about riding on valiantly for the cause of truth. And it's so romantic when we're in a vast gathering with thousands of women and there's no challenges. But where is that outworked? It's outworked when we're doing life and we're facing the winds of life. And you know what? Bottom line, that's what we're called to do, girls. Psalm 45, our Saviour King, He rode on, He girded His sword upon His thigh and He rode on triumphantly for the cause of truth and justice. And that's our mantle and that is our mantra. So you know what? We, we still are, we are still here. And when I look at you, sweetheart, and you know, when it comes to you, my darling girl, You know, His intent, His promise, His purpose for your life. Um, You know, His words of prophetic utterance or encouragement in your life remain. They remain. And you might be thinking, well, Bobby, um, I've never had a prophetic word. Well, can I just remind you here and give perspective? If you call Hillsong Church home, if you attend and you sit under the Word of God week in and week out, you are sitting under the prophetic Word of God that is being spoken and imparted into your life. And so you know what? This is why it's so critical for us not to be drawing back from the Word of God in private, but the Word of God gathered, amen, These are important days, amen. So again, little lady, I wrote down here, I don't know exactly what the living God um, says of you or your destiny. Yet I believe that He is faithful to complete what He has begun. He is faithful to complete it. Bobby Houston, if I talk to myself right now, Bobby Houston, He is faithful to complete what He has begun in your life. If I was to talk to Hillsong House around the world, this beautiful house, amen. God is faithful to complete in us what He has begun. Proverbs 2, 20 in the, in the Passion Translation says, Follow those who follow wisdom. 
follow those who follow wisdom and stay on the right path. For all my godly lovers will enjoy life to the fullest and will inherit their destinies. Do you know, if you meditate the Word of God, follow those who follow wisdom, okay? Not those who follow the spirit of this age, not those who follow all the opinion pieces, the opinion pieces that are out there, not those who follow fake news, hallelujah. And that's not a political statement, but those who follow wisdom. So the Word says, follow those who follow wisdom and stay on the right path. For all my godly lovers will enjoy life to the fullest and will inherit their destinies. And then again, Philippians 1, 6, familiar to so many of us. The Apostle declares, he says, There has never been the slightest doubt in my mind that the God who started this great work in you would keep at it and bring it to a flourishing finish on the very day that Jesus Christ appears. So again, look around the room or look at yourself if you're on your own. And I want you to tell the girl beside you that you have faith for nothing short of a flourishing finish in her life. Tell the girl beside you, hallelujah, that you are committed to stand alongside of her and be there to cheer her on as we all cross that collective finish line together. And that is the heart of Hillsong. A thousand years ago, (laughs) I'm joking. I wrote a book, Could Heaven Is In This House? And part of it is the journey homeward. We are a humanity on a journey home. And my desire for Hillsong Church, by the grace of God, is that everybody who is assigned to this house and this planting and this patch of ground and this um, vision and this mandate, that we would all arrive one day together, safe and sound, that we're gonna cross that line together with no one missing. In Jesus' Name, Amen. So that is our stance. At my dining room table number three, by the grace of God, we still believe. We still believe. Do you know what, girls? There's no end of exhortation coming your way tonight from this setting. No end of exhortation. So I need all the girls in um, Atlanta to say a hearty Amen. Okay, our new room (laughs) that is coming. And I know that um, Tony has rented a little cafe space in a basement and is gathering a team of girls there. So, you know, we need to hear the Atlanta girls saying a hearty Amen. Welcome to the story. Welcome to to the miracle that is in motion. But you know what? There's no end of exhortation. And so I am, in all truthfulness, I am stirring it up. Stir up the faith that is within. Stir up the promise that is within. Stir up the gift that is within. Girls, stir up the conviction within that we are living in days prophesied of. Days where His revelation, spirit, wind words would blow through the churches. And can I remind us that wind words, certain wind words have blown through the church in the last quarter century, wind words that have been whispered to thousands of women that there is a God in heaven who loves them and a company of others, a host of others. And that is our sisterhood. Do you know the enemy? I believe that the enemy right now would love to quench belief on the earth. He would love to quench belief. I think his last ditch pitch (laughs) Now seriously, say that 12 times really fast. His last ditch pitch, hallelujah, is to quench and extinguish faith from the earth. And you know what? I wanna challenge us to not give Him that luxury. Do not give Him that luxury. That is gonna be a new hashtag, last ditch pitch. Not today, devil, not today. In Jesus' Name, Amen. And uh, again, I'm gonna pull it out of the archives. Psalm 68, 11 in the Amplified Classic literally says, the Lord gives a word of power and the women who bear it and publish it, who bear and publish the news, the good news are a great host. That is us tonight. Number four, everyone say number four. Hallelujah. By the grace of God, we still value. So I sat at that table, I said, we are still here, We're still here, we still are, we still believe, we still value. Come on girls, look at me tonight. What is our bottom line? Our bottom line is placing value upon womanhood so that we together can rise up and place value upon humanity. And this is not just a message, sisterhood is not just a message for the girls. 
It is part of the mantle and the mantra of God for His latter day bride, that we the women of God, that we the feminine half, He carries so much of His image and heart. Amen. First to hear the cry so often, always prepared to roll up our sleeves in Jesus' Name. Hallelujah. This is not just a girl message. This is so that we can rise in our value and our stature and our calling and then play our part for the rest of humanity. And I think that if ever, (laughs) do you still love me, girls? I think that if ever the world needed gutsy, compassionate, conviction-driven women, it is now. It is truly now. And the spirit of this age, the spirit of the age is turning everything on its head, everything. Lawlessness, disorder, rebellion. You know, everything that is spoken of in the Word of God about these latter times is kinda under our nose right now. And some might call it revolution. And you know what? For some, it is revolution because it's revolution that has brought much needed acknowledgement and freedom and rightly so. But can I just for one moment remind us in Jesus' Name that um, those of us who are in Christ, may we never forget that our point of truth is actually the cross. Our point of truth is the cross. The cross is the lens through which we look. The cross is the lens through which we discern. So important. The cross is the lens through which we continue steadfast in calling. And at the very core of the cross is value. So I sat there at my dining room table and I said, yeah, and we still value by the grace of God. At the very core of the cross is value. For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in Him should not perish, but have everlasting life. That is the very core of the the entire cross and all it represents of why Jesus came. And so my prayer for us, listen, my prayer is that we may never waver from living through the lens of value and kindness. My prayer is that we will never um, waver from tolerance and embrace mixed with mercy and truth because that is actually scriptural. And my prayer is that we will, may never waver from open heart, um, open hand, open doors. For surely, I wrote it down, for surely a lost humanity needs to find their way home. You know what church, we need to keep the lights on. We might be buildings all around the world that are in darkness, places, the house of God, the building, the framework, the structure, and the lights are off because we cannot gather. But we are the church of the living God, amen? We gather, there's power in that. I'm not gonna go there tonight, but we need to keep the lights burning bright. In Jesus' Name. And then finally, number five, and this is where I would invite the team up if life was normal, but nevertheless, By the grace of God, um, we still have potential to make this world a better place. We still have that potential, girls. It's alive tonight. It hasn't been compromised. It hasn't been stolen. God has not withdrawn it. It's entrusted still. And I just want you to listen to me for a moment because I want you to hear this phrase. It is still a beautiful day to get it right. I want you to listen to this phrase. It is still a beautiful day to get it right. Let me read Proverbs chapter three. Again, in the Passion Translation, wisdom speaks to us. And wisdom says, my child, this is the heart of God, my child, if you truly want a long and satisfying life, never forget the things that I've taught you. Follow closely every truth that I have given you. Then you will have a full rewarding life. Hold on to loyal love and don't let go and be faithful to all that you have been taught. Let your life be shaped by integrity with truth written on your heart. Verse four, and that's, that's how you will find favour and understanding with both God and man. That's how you will gain a reputation of living life well. And you know what? Godly reputation is what this harvest before us needs. And godly reputation is what the enemy is so hell-bent on destroying. And so words of wisdom are so important in our lives, amen. We still have the potential. Let me just finish here because I I didn't wanna preach for hours and hours. So let me just finish and um, tie this together with this little story and this thought. So a few weeks back, um, it was a Sunday afternoon 
And um, I was sitting at my dining table listening to online church as we do on, our, on my iPad. And as I listened, my phone lit up, my phone here lit up and it was a text from a friend um, in America, a friend who said that she had been awake in the night. She had been praying for Pastor Brian and myself. She'd been praying for our church. And she said, more importantly, I find myself praying and interceding for the church, for the church on the earth. And as I read her text, I then heard Brian say something. So he had just preached, he had just offered a salvation moment and he was praying for people who were responding and giving their heart to Jesus. And as he said that, as he encouraged people who were making a decision, I heard him say, it is a beautiful day to get it right. It is a beautiful day to get it right. And you know, as I sat there with this collision of moment happening, Again, a friend on the other side of the world praying, online church, salvation happening, which is the most important thing that can happen in church life at the moment. Brian's words, it's like I felt God was speaking. I felt like God was maybe saying to His bride, to His church, to His people, to His beloved. I felt like He was saying, hey guys, listen, it's still a beautiful day to get it right. It's still a beautiful day to get it right. I felt like He was saying, hey guys, whilst it is still daylight. You know, Scripture talks, Jesus speaks of it being daylight. But then He says a time will come, the night will fall and we'll be unable to do the works of God. So I felt like God was saying, hey, whilst it is still daylight. I felt like He was saying, you know, whilst it is still a day of grace on the earth, it is a good day to lean in and get it right. And you know what, tonight, girls, as I talk to the heart and soul of our sisterhood all around the world, you know what, I don't know what you need. I don't know what you need to get right. I don't know what you need to settle in your heart. I don't know what you need to discover. But as always, can I exhort you and remind you that His mercies are still new every morning. We're talking about still smiling. Can I remind you that His mercies are still new each morning? Can I remind you that His grace is still in abundance? Can I remind you that the heavens are still open and listening? In Jesus' Name, whatever it is you're going through, we have a God in heaven who is, whose eyes and heart and gaze are towards you. And it is still a beautiful day to get it right. It is not too late for any of us in Jesus' Name. So Hillsong Girls, that's what I wanted to bring to you. Hillsong Sisterhood Around the World. And I just want to declare from my heart to your heart, our home to yours, that you are altogether lovely. You're altogether loved. You are beautiful. And by the grace of God, we are going to smile our way into this new decade that for some strange reason has our names all over it. In Jesus' Name, Amen. Do you believe that tonight? If you believe that, I want you to turn to the girl beside you. I want you to give her a COVID safe hug. If you can do that, an air hug if need be. And I want you to say, babe, we are still here. We are still here. We are still present. We are still believing. We are still faithful. And by the grace of God, we are still smiling in Jesus' Name. Amen. Amen. Father God, I want You to bless every girl that has been listening tonight. Father, even every gentleman that has kind of snuck in and listened. And I pray that Your heart will be towards them. Father God, minister the Word of God, minister courage and insight and faith in Jesus' Name. Amen. Amen. Stay with me for one moment, girls, because this is very important. Do you know what? I'm not going to assume for a moment that every person listening to my voice is in a place of relationship or peace with the living God. And I speak of Him with fond affection because I encountered the love of God and the person of Jesus Christ as Lord and Saviour at 15 years of age. And He has never failed and He has never let me down. He is a good, pure, wondrous God. And you know, you might be thinking, well, how do I have that relationship? I wanna tell you, it's as easy as believing. For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, Jesus, that whosoever believes in Him should not perish, but have everlasting life. 
It's simply believing Jesus' words recorded in time and history and words that have impacted, multiplied millions through history. He said, I am the way, I am the truth, I am the life. No one can come back to the Father except through me. He was telling the truth. And in Scripture, His heart is evident in the Word where He says, I've come that you might have life and life in abundance and you might have a future and a hope. So tonight, allow me to encourage you to lean in. And if you're with girlfriends, you can pray together. Of course, thereafter, you can chat or whatever. But for someone right now watching my face, hallelujah, let me pray for you. Let me lead you in a prayer. It's as simple as a prayer. Let's pray together. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank You for the gift of Your Son, Jesus. I believe, Jesus, that You are the Son of God. I believe that You um, have come to redeem and to rescue and to save. And tonight, Lord Jesus, I open my heart to You. I ask You to come into my heart and to forgive me and to cleanse me and make me new. Tonight, Lord Jesus, I make You Lord and Saviour of my life. And I thank You, I thank You for drawing me to truth tonight. I believe this is the beginning of an awesome life, an awesome future and an awesome eternity with You in Your Name. Amen. 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 Why don't we just put our hands together from the chat line? Why don't you just praise God and just um, encourage people in Jesus' name? Amen. Amen. All right. So, by the grace of God, um, I hope that tonight has been a blessing to you. I hope you feel encouraged. And our incredible team are here and they're just going to sing us out. And I want to encourage you again, if you're with your girl crew, like have fellowship, let it be sweet and honouring in the Name of Jesus. If you're by yourself, just linger with us and um, we're here for you always in Jesus' Name. Okay, love you. And just before you say goodbye to them, we just wanted to come and tell you that we are still thankful. And we are still grateful. And we, as you girls in Australia and globally, we still love you because this year you have pioneered the sisterhood through a really rocky season. And you have steadied our hearts on Thursday mornings and you have loved us. And we have felt prayed for and believed in and affirmed. And so this is just a little something from all of us to remind you of us when you wake up in the mornings. And these are to take home. And so it is a beautiful day for gratitude. Amen. Thank you. I love you. Heart and soul, we love you. Um, you're amazing. Have a great evening. Thank you for that. I thought I actually got away <laughs> Sorry with that. Sorry about that. And now they can play I us out. I thought we got away with that. Yes, you guys are going to play us out in this beautiful transition. Okay, be blessed. See you in church on the weekend in Jesus' Name. Amen. Thank you so much for tuning into this podcast. I hope you have found it encouraging and uplifting and helpful. Don't forget, you can subscribe on iTunes to make sure you get all of the latest episodes as soon as they're released. And if you have time, I'd love to hear from you. Write to me in the review or comments section. I look forward to being with you again next time.